So his mom calls him Clark Kent, but we know him as Superman. The same with Tekla Chiolfi, who we all know as Superwoman Tex. I don't even think she realizes how integral she is to the SA music scene. And that's why we've chosen her as one of our 31 inspiring women. Happy Women's Day, Tekla. Thank you so much. And oh my God, that's such an amazing intro. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm blushing. You can't really can't see, but I'm like, that's amazing. Thank you. Oh, it's, it's the least we could do. Um, there's a lot more we can say about you. But anyway, so let's get started. Uh, let's start at the beginning. Like most young people these days, you don't really have a conventional career path. How did you get into journalism and the music industry? Wow. Um, so I started Text in the City when I was at UCT, mm. and it was basically born... Um, because I I wanted to procrastinate so hard and I really didn't want to do any work. So I was in the library and I was like, well, I want to to do anything else other than varsity work, so why not start a blog? And at the time, I was um, writing for a free street press music publication called Your LMG. And I'd go to gigs and I'd do reviews and people seemed to really like them, but um, the, the magazine only came out once a month. So people were like, my friends were like, no, super encouraging like why don't you <clears throat> why don't you you know start a blog and, and yeah. you know like basically just write whatever it is you're thinking and people seem to really like that so um i when i started text in the city like social media wasn't a thing like blogs weren't yeah. a thing like there was there was no there was nothing like that so it kind of just all happened at the right place at the right time very organically for like want of a better word yeah so it was very timing was perfect Yeah, 100%. Okay, so then when did you have that moment when you realized that this is what you really truly want to do for the rest of your life? That's a good question. Um, (laughs) I think, I don't think there was ever like an aha moment, Mm. but I did realize after I'd finished at varsity that a nine to five was never gonna be my vibe. Like yeah. I was never gonna sit behind a desk. I was never gonna work for a boss. Like mm. I was very um, happy, very comfortable doing my own thing, like and calling my own shots. Yeah. So with Text in the City, um, and with all of the other ways that I'm involved in the industry, um, like, you know, I, I manage bands and all that kind of thing. Like I love music. Like yeah. I'm super, super passionate about music, but I'm also really good at writing. So Text in the City and starting the website incorporated the two things that I love the most. And I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> having like being fortunate enough to do um, the two things that I'm that I love the most, and to to have that be like my day to day, like my work is just I'm very lucky, like super super lucky. But yeah. obviously, um, it it didn't come. It took me like ten years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't come like overnight. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the dream when you do what you love. Um, so, like you mentioned, <clears throat> sorry. You do manage bands, like you're very involved in the music industry in many ways, not just with Text in the City. And the music industry can be considered more relaxed and accepting in some aspects than other industries. But have you ever experienced having to work harder because you're a woman? 
Oh, 100%. Um, so when I started Texnicity, the music industry was a very different place. I mean, like MCAR was still going. Yeah. 5FM was still playing rock music. Um, uh, but can, can we even mention other radio stations? <laughs> it's <laughs> but, fine. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like um, yeah, so MCAR was still going. Um, rock music was still mainstream. Yeah. Um, and it was a very different space. Like brands were still working with, you know, bigger alternative rock mm. um, bands. And now the industry is so different. Like the climate of the industry is so different. And the music yeah. um, that, that I started to cover that was mainstream isn't mainstream anymore. So I always tell people like, for me, I had to adapt or die. Um, yeah. And very... Um, very slowly because I wanted to, you know, I obviously wanted to do it the right way. Like I started, I started incorporating other genres into what I write about <clears throat> and um, and what I, yeah, what I do. And I was very fortunate um, at the time when the industry was changing. I was headhunted by Deezer, um, which oh, is wow. a streaming service, and. At that time, there was only one other streaming service in the country that was live. So yeah. I worked for Deezer for five years, building up their editorial, doing their marketing, doing their PR, doing their social media. I basically did like the job of 10 people for yeah. five years. <laughs> um, but, but like that was also, I was very fortunate in the fact that while the climate was changing and, you know, physical was sort of dying and streaming mm. was becoming a thing, I, I was taught like what streaming is, what an aggregator is. So now, like, now Spotify's here, now Apple Music is <clears throat> is here, and you've, you know, streaming is, yeah. like, how people, how people consume music on a day-to-day basis. Um, uh, I'm very fortunate in the fact that I can educate, uh, uh, like, unsigned underground talent as to, like, what an aggregator is, how to make money off streaming. So it's kind of like, I've, Whatever I do, I try and now I try and like impart all the knowledge that I've learned over the years. Yeah, all the wisdom that yeah. you've gathered. 100%. Um, so it's very obvious that you work extremely hard and hard work pays off. So you've been featured in Mail and Guardian's Top 200 Young South Africans, which is a pretty big deal. Um, what have been some of the proudest moments of your career? Um, some of the proudest moments of my career. Well, I mean, you mentioned Mail and Guardian, and that was that was huge. Yeah. Um, because you you're nominated by your peers. And That's then, amazing. Yeah, and then they <coughs> excuse me, and then they have a look at um, the people who've been nominated, and they're like, okay, cool, and then they pick obviously two hundred. But it was, I mean, it was really yeah to be be recognized by your industry peers is mm. is something that's that's huge but like some of my proudest moments have actually been watching the people that I've worked with like do well so for example like Hellcats this year they were nominated for two Samo Awards oh, and yeah. um, Retro Dizzy another band that I work with they just celebrated five years and they put on an incredible show at Mercury in Cape Town um Southern Wild, um, another band I work with, like they uh, signed, first band to sign with Theo Krauss and they're in studio with him and they're busy like um, recording their first single, they're wrapping that up. So 
I it makes me very proud to watch the people that I work with do incredible things. Like yeah. my one photographer, Laura McCullough, who I work with, she's kindly in um, in Europe, like oh, totally wow. slaying and like dominating <laughs> the live music scene there. Um, and like there's some writers that I've that I've worked with that have been doing incredible things. So I I, I feel like. I'm, I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that Text in the City has become, like, I always wanted it to be, like, a creative hub where yeah. you know, people could could come and, and use it as a platform to showcase whatever. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to get to work with um, super talented people and then watch them thrive. It's really beautiful to hear as well, like, asking you what's your proudest moment and you are just kind of, like, freaking out about the people you work with. <laughs> That's great. It's because I love them. I've got like major, major love um, for the people that I work with because it, it, everything is a team effort. I yeah. would not be um, where I am working with who I am without the people around me. Like there's, there's no way that I would have gotten here without them. No, that, that's really great. Um, so like we've mentioned earlier as well, you basically have your finger in every musical pie in the industry um so you've hosted events like the very successful after dark series at the two oceans aquarium which to be honest i wish i could still attend hopefully one day um you've traveled across the country but what is next for Tex in the city and what would you still love to accomplish sure yeah so i mean like you mentioned uh this year has been crazy so i i recently moved from cape town to johannesburg um oh, in, in march okay yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so i mean I, I i like i was born in cape town i'm obsessed with cape town i you know i love it it'll always be my home same but johannesburg i mean there's so much happening here and from a scene perspective from a music uh perspective from a i mean all the record labels are here yeah um and all the decision makers are here so since I've moved to Johannesburg, it's literally been like night and day. Like I went to Botswana to cover this crazy metal festival. Um, oh my I uh, launched a sub-brand of Texan City called Tour with Tex, where I went with Monster uh, Energy and we went to um, Rockin' Park in Germany. Uh, I saw that, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, we, so there are, after dark, because obviously we've got one more left, Um and at the end of this month um, but then hopefully fingers crossed we'll continue with it next year but there are a few things in the pipeline which I cannot talk about at the moment oh but, that's very um, exciting though <laughs> fortunately <laughs> but I promise that when I can you will be the first person to know I'm, I'm very uh, <laughs> very nisgierig I, I can't remember the English word now um, very intrigued to find out what mm. will be coming to text in the city then very soon um so contrary to popular belief as well not everyone wants to be a rock star some of us want to work behind the scenes and what advice do you have for people like us so the first week of august on text in the city we we launched a feature called behind the noise where mm. we featured ladies who work in the music industry in South Africa behind the scenes. So, I mean, you know, we, we feature musos on a, on, a, on a daily basis, but yeah. some of the ladies that we featured are like um, the, 
the head of music for Jägermeister and oh, wow. the head of marketing for Stan Entertainment, who runs Rock in the Daisies, um, and uh, you know, a producer, a, a crazy hip hop producer who's also a um, lecturer. Um, wow! So and and a, and a and a photographer as well. who works for live music scene in Gauteng. So one thing that I picked up that's like a narrative thread that's running through all of these pieces with all of these ladies that we featured um, is that they all in one way, shape or form spoke about each other or referenced each other. Oh, wow. And what, one of the questions that we asked them was like, um, who are some of the ladies that inspire you? And without even knowing it, they kind of all mentioned each other, <laughs> which is crazy. That's amazing. Um, yeah, so I just, um, from an advice perspective, like, um, it's very important to pay attention to the people around you um, and to, in, in terms of like an upliftment perspective. So, yeah. um, to, I've, I've tried to work alone as a single entity and like not, um, you know, just do my own thing and put my head down and work mm. and and while it's productive it's not really proactive like yeah like i mentioned earlier you know teamwork makes dream work and it's cliche but it's true um and the the more you the more you put yourself out there the more you strike up random conversations with people at a gig in the boardroom the more you ask questions it's yeah. super important to ask questions because if you don't ask questions, then like you're never going to learn. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, even if it's something like super random, but the connections that you make, the relationships that you make are very important. So nurture them um, and you'll, you'll see that, well, I, I think, I hope, mm. um, you'll see that it'll make the world of difference yeah. in your career trajectory. Well, that, that is some great advice. So, like you just mentioned as well, you work with musos and various entertainers on the daily. Um, but when the tables turn, what is your ultimate party trick? <laughs> um, probably uh, how many tequilas I can put away in a very short <laughs> <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that in anybody who's listening to this, who knows me will be like, yep, okay, no, we got it. Like, that's accurate. That's we, we vouch for her. That's 100% <laughs> true. Well, well, that is a, a great party trick to be able to claim. Um, so here at Pick FM, just like with text, we love supporting local music. Which female local artists are you the most excited about at the moment? Oh, wow. Um, so Shoma Josie is absolutely killing it yeah um yeah in south africa but also overseas um i think that she's got a very unique way of presenting herself um like aesthetically she's yeah she's very interesting her music is catchy like she dances she's a mm. full package she really is and it's such a it's such an interesting um, an exciting time to be South African and African because the spotlight of the world is like on us. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the rest of the world is looking to Africa for trends, not only musically, <clears throat> but also like from an art perspective, from a culture perspective, from a textile perspective. Um, I mean, like Beyonce <laughs> just did a whole, she came and did a whole album, yeah. like The Lion King, where she featured um, Busisiwa and Moonchild and she worked with 
um, uh, uh, Cape Town Best Producer. So, yeah, so Shaw and the other two ladies I just mentioned, Moonchild and Busisiwa, are incredible. Yeah. And then and then I, I've always been obsessed with um, Lenny from By Benico. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, also just, just from a, again, like the full package. Um, Definitely. And the music that they, that they make is, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And I think... I think they'll do, yeah, I think by then will do big things. Yes, definitely. Um, so, of course, the reason why we're chatting to you is because we are focusing on inspiring women throughout Women's Month. And uh, so these next few questions are very female-based. Um, what to you is the best part of being a woman? Why do you love being a woman? What do I love being a woman? Um... <laughs> I love the fact that we can be nurturers and we can be feminine, but then we can also be like, can I swear on the show? You can swear. <laughs> we can be like proper boss bitches. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no, it's, it's the, the role of like what it means to be a woman has completely changed yeah. over the last 10 years. So now we can literally be whatever we want to be. There's no, there are no conventions like we can just throw a caution to the wind and be exactly yeah. who it is we want to be. There are no more boxes kind of like defining exactly. us. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, which woman inspire you? Which woman inspire me? Um, my mother, first and foremost, oh. because like... Without her, I, I, I don't know, I'd probably be under a bridge somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, no, she, she's this tiny, crazy Italian woman, um, and she is a daily inspiration, and she pushes me in ways that she'll never know, and I'll never, ever be able to thank her enough for, firstly, keeping me alive, yeah. Um, <laughs> all, all those years but just I mean she she was the person who when I was like oh I don't know like I don't know what I want to do when I leave mm. school she was like well you know maybe take a year off or you know maybe she, she was always very, very encouraging she never yeah. said no she she always um, yeah she, even now like she she sits with me she talks with me she checks in with me every day she's like how are you doing how's your work no no my mother is I, I, I can't enthuse enough about my mother. She's, yeah, she, she is a superwoman. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so what is the best advice you have ever received? Ooh, that's a very good question. You're killing it with these questions. <laughs> um, so somebody said to me two years ago, they, I'm trying to remember the words exactly, <clears throat> There might be a gap in the market, but is there a market in that gap for what you want to do? Oh, and I thought that that was so incredible because it made me think very long and very hard about exactly what it, it is, was, is that I want to achieve with my business. Yeah. Um, from an aim perspective. And I never really thought about it like that before because sometimes, mm. you know, you just, with me, I would just sort of go, 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 work, 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 without there really being an end goal. 
Yeah. Um, and without there, you know, being like some sort of strategic aim. And that really made me like go go back to the drawing board and think, okay, so what, what do I want to achieve with Tech in the City? Like, where do I want to be in five years? Like, where do I see this brand growing, going and growing? So yeah, yeah that was great advice. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to write it down. It's going to be my new <laughs> mantra. Um, and then the last... I'm here all day with the, with the pearls of wisdom. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last and final question. If you could go back in time, what would you tell 16-year-old Tekla? Hmm. Firstly, 16-year-old Tekla was... She had great taste in music, an amazing taste in music, but she was very directionless like mm. she had no idea what she was going to do with the rest of her life um, and the thought of coming up on matric and and everybody had some everybody that I went to school with like had some sort of plan and I had nothing yeah. um, and I would tell her that that's okay like you don't have to have everything figured out you don't have to have everything sorted um, these kinds of things take time and you know, it all goes back to like, you know, if you need help, ask people for help. Like, don't be scared to like, ask questions, confide in people, mm. um, to try and figure out your place in this world. Because I'm still like, now, um, I'm still trying to figure out exactly who I am and what it is I want to do. But I, I, I'm much more confident um, and I'm much more secure and happy in my own skin That's than right. I was when I was 16. Yeah. Yeah. I think like that that comes with age. If we could all go yeah. back to our sixteen year old selves and give some pearls of wisdom <laughs> it would be great. No, hundred percent. And like I, I yeah, like I said, I'm still I think we're all trying to figure out our place in this crazy world. Yeah. But but I yeah, I feel I feel much more myself than I've ever felt, which is great. That is great. Tekla, thank you so freaking much for taking the time to chat with us, especially with your incredibly hectic schedule. <laughs> no, it's only it's only a pleasure. I'm so happy that we could do this. And it's really great that you're you're featuring um, 31, you said? 31 ladies. Yeah, 31. For the- Every day we're doing an interview with an inspire- inspiring woman. So you were my pick for this month. So I'm very happy, very inspired. Yay! <laughs> no, thank you. It's incredible, and I I can't wait to see who the other ladies are going to be as well. I want to. I also, you know, you, you never you never too too old to learn. So I want to I want to go back and listen to everybody's podcasts and see what they say. Yeah, no, definitely, because we've actually been checking out like the behind the um, noise that you've been doing as well. We're like great minds think alike, you know. So. Oh, cool. Okay. You see, you see, we all in one way or another, we're all connected.